When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And I know it's something that Razor wants to get stuck into before we get to Mal. Razor, morning to you. Morning, guys. How are you? Very well. What's your thoughts on Victor the Inflictor? Well, it's not on Victor, mate. It's on his captain, James Tedesco. Now, I make no secret with you, Ben, that I'm a supporter of every Sydney side's favourite side now. But I love James <laughs> Did you say Melbourne Storm? Did you say Melbourne Storm there, Razor? That's correct. Okay, yes. right. Every Sydney side, I love them. Um, <laughs> let me let me just say, to hear those words live on Foxtel yesterday from Jane, out of James Tedesco's mouth is dissent, and the NRL should be asking him for a please explain. It's hard enough now to try and get umpires and referees in both sports, both codes. What, what, did, what did he say that you're taking umbrage with, Razor? Uh, he, he's, he's claiming that the ref, if it had been any other player, he wouldn't have got sent off. So you and, reckon um, you reckon his reputation? Well, that's what he was pleading, wasn't it? His skipper saying it's reputation. You're, you're binning him because of his reputation. That's fair, isn't it? it? It's rugby league. You can't question the the referee, the captain. Oh, he is the captain, but it's, yeah. it's serious. You can't be you can't be accusing referees. A favour and played. We had it for four hundred years with Cameron Smith. <laughs> Every time he went out and played a game, Razor. I thought you. I thought. Come on. I thought. I thought you were a Melbourne Storm fan. Hey, look. It's something I put to Mel. Razor. Thank you, James Tedesco. Did he show dissent, or was he just sticking up for his player? Thirteen, thirteen, fifty-five. Yes, we are on the line with the Kangaroos coach. All thanks to Chemist Warehouse for great savings every day. Head into Chemist Warehouse. Mal, raise it. Does he, yeah. does he have a point? Is he a captain just I reckon. Up I reckon he's right. I reckon he's right. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, you can, question, you can question the referee's decision, but you, you don't you know, question their integrity. You know? So, uh, you know, that incident, Victor, um, he did get a head clash, but if you look at it very closely, um, there was contact with his shoulder, the point of his shoulder. So I know it wasn't, wasn't intentional, but in my opinion, um, uh, you know, obviously, you know, you get that perception with Victor, but I believe everything should be judged on that one moment, not what he's done in the past. So I agree with Razor. You, you know, I mean, referees, they got a hard job. They're human beings. Uh, they're prone to mistakes at, at various times, you know, through, through a match in particular, but... You know, um, we've got to leave them alone. We've got to make sure that uh, we protect them. A grade one careless high tackle is what uh, Victor the Inflictor was hit with for a third and subsequent offence. So obviously there's no discount involved. A $3,000 guilty, uh, early guilty plea will get him a $3,000 fine. Uh, otherwise, it'll be a, a two-match suspension. Now, on the gradings, Mal, let, let's let's wade into this territory. Gradings when it comes to match reviewers and charges on hip drop tackles. I know this yeah. is something that you've got to be in your bonnet about. Well, I don't know how you make a grading 
um, on the hip drop. But I mean, I I agree with Judy Care. I agree it's an ugly tackle, um, and I agree we need to get it out of the game. Do but, you know what it is? Well, you, you go you, you're tackling around the hips then to, to stop, you know, play a motion going forward. You just you, you lose your legs and you drop you drop down um, on the back of mm. the legs of the, the player you're tackling. I, I think I think drop. that's it. Is the onus to keep your feet? Is it that simple? Well, that's, that's, it, well sometimes Ezra Mam and I can't remember who he was tackling, but they're two different two different physiques. Obviously, you know, obviously the fellow that, that Ezra was tackling was um, a bit bigger and stronger than what Ezra, and he's got to do everything he possibly can to tackle him. That's his that's his job. Mm. If he doesn't, if he lets if he lets go, um, the coach is into him. You know, so the the job. Matt, job, Matt Dory was who he was. Stop. Yeah, Matt Dory was no, the Matt, Matt a bigger Dory. a bigger man, a bigger, a bigger man. man. Yeah. So, yep. uh, what what says Ramam to do there? Well, the example used by the, the National Rugby League and Graham Annesley was that you, if you got him by the hips and you're starting to lose your feet, your hands slip down to tackle him around the legs. And then the other answer, the other example they give is that. If you find that you feel that you're losing your feet, you need to drop to your knees or do something to stabilise yourself in the tackle. So his his um, his backside was pointed to the ground. How do you drop to your yeah, knees if you're Ezra Ramam? Well, that in that instant, Ezra is supposed to obviously drop his hands. So instead yeah. of you lose your grip from your hips and you you drop down the body to you make the tackle around the legs. Basically, or, that's what the game is saying. So that's but it, but then you got the Payne Hass one. Yes where he didn't really drop on the back of his legs. He no. got himself in an awkward position. He had to stop uh, Regan Campbell-Gillard from scoring, and then he sort of had to use his weight to stop him from going forward, and he's landed on sort of the outside. And and Campbell's, uh, Regan Campbell's already on the ground, mm. and he landed on the sort of the, the outside of his legs and, and obviously caused that the groin pain that... Um, Campbell's got at the moment, you know. So, yeah. so, so Reg, Reg has done the splits, and with Payne Haas on his back, that's yeah. how he's ended up. That that's that's, that's where that's where the injury has come from. So, uh, right. to me, to me, it wasn't a hip drop. It was sort of a half a hip drop, if that makes sense. But Payne's got judged on outcome of tackle. So that's Here what the, the the game is saying. Well, I don't. I, can, I don't know how you can actually judge um, an incident based on outcome because it's never intentional. It, it could be careless. It could be reckless. And um, very rarely it's intentional. So how do you, how do you make the grading of what Payne did where he's trying to stop a try? I don't, and they I graded don't that a grade. They, they they made that a grade too, alongside a severe, yeah, yeah, severe, yeah. yeah. And, and yet someone yeah, like in that same match, Hopgood, who got fifteen, fifteen, who got ten in the bin, um, mm. he he only got a grade one and escaped with That's a fine. Right. And, and, and the, see, there the, was no pain or no uh, sort of detrimental. Yeah, so they didn't have to go off the field from no. injury. That's no. when, and Reg had to, you know. So, so so, uh, Mal, yeah, are you Hopgood. saying that the punishment should fit? Well, not punishment should fit the crime, but if there's an injury and a player gets injured well, because of an act. Should, that, that, that's it. what that's what the game's saying. It's based on outcome. So yeah. this particular incident, the, the hip drop, which is a dangerous, it, it is a dangerous precedent we've got in our game. So it is dangerous. We need to get that out, and we need to have duty care. Um, my my confusion is is why is Payne got a grade two based on Reg's injury? That's that's basically it. Yeah. 
where, you know, Hopgood just got a – did he get a fine? I'm not quite sure, you know. Um, yeah, early what happened? Ezra's, and Ezra's got – couple of weeks for what he did. Yeah, you know? well, but, so Ezra's has been uh, deemed the same as Payne Haas. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I, I don't yeah, understand so I don't, that. Yeah, I don't understand how they got the grading because the outcome was different too. Should the punishment fit the crime? 13, 13, 55, 0, 4, 6, 7, 7, 3, 6, 7, 3, 6. Mal, in theory, and I reckon you and I have discussed this in the past, in theory... I'm a I'm an eye for an eye man, you know. If if if, if you get taken out, <laughs> if you get and but see, this is the theory. If you're out for eight weeks because of some sort of careless or foul play, well, then the person who's done that to you should also be out for eight weeks. But not necessarily the case. We saw Scott Drinkwater and Corey Oates earlier in the year. Yeah. It, it was a yeah. bad tackle from Scott Drinkwater. It, it, Scott Drinkwater. It was he left the ground. His shoulder hit Corey in the jaw. Bang. Corey Oates came back after six, but was looking at eight weeks. Should have Scott Drinkwater got. Eight weeks, or was four sufficient? Well, I think in your case, if you know if it's intentional, yes. Mm. Uh, but I think Scott was it reckless from his point of view. That's yeah. why he got the four weeks. So mm. I mean, if okay, an eye for an eye. So if it's intentional, which it very rarely is. So if it's intentional, yeah, maybe an eye for an eye. But if it's careless or reckless, because you know, play the game before you don't go out and intentionally try to knock someone's head off in the old days maybe, but not <laughs> not in the modern day. Hey, well, that's you know? the thing. How do you tell if a hip drop is intentional? Like if you well, had a swinging that's arm. What I, mean. I don't think it's intentional. No. The intention is to bring him down and, and make the tackle. Yeah. Because if you don't bring him down and make the tackle, you're letting your teammates stand and the coach are gonna get, is going to get into you. And that's the, the basis of rugby league is that when you defend someone, you're going to try and make the tackle. You don't want them to pass the ball or make a break or whatever, you know. So um, the intention is, yes, I'm going to stop him, but it's never intentional. I'm going to hurt him. Quarter past 10 this Wednesday morning. Any questions for Mal Meninga? Agree or disagree? Or maybe just putting it to the Australian coach, 13-13-55. Mal, um, I've got two topics of conversation here. Jack Whiten and the Titans. Let's go to where you're based in Canberra, your former green machine. They've lost Jack White and they've now lodged a complaint to the NRL over the contract and fair market value. Uh, it's opening up a can of worms. Is this just the Raiders throwing the toys out of the cot or is they, do they have a fair case here? I think it's... <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm a Raiders Is it a very fan, leading question? Yeah, I know. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's a very leading question. Um, you know, I would love to have seen Jack you know, finish his career with the Raiders, obviously. Right. You know, so they've certainly looked after him over many years, you know, since he's a young fellow. I mean, he's been in uh, quite a bit of froth and bubble over those years and they've certainly looked after him over that period of time to to a stage where he's become a, you know, really good rugby league player, um, outstanding NRL player, and he's a rep player as well. So obviously they've nurtured him um, through that, that period where he's at a stage in his life now where... He's at the back end of his career mm. and he's got to make some decisions about what he wants to do. And he's made the decision based on on he wants to win a premiership. So that's the first part. So for me, Jack obviously hasn't got any confidence in the Raiders making a premiership in the near future, which disappoints me, to be honest with you. Uh, but but, but it's, it's, fa- it's a fair call, isn't it, Mel? Um, uh, is it, I'm, try- well, I'm trying to look my, at it with my opinion. There. In my opinion... He's you got to, He's a leader of the club. Yeah. So, you know, if he's you know he's playing for the club, if he would want to want to win the premiership this year, wouldn't he? Of course. And he's would. playing for the club. 
um, in a Pacific, Pacific year, anyone that's playing in the game at the moment, playing for their club, would want to get on a bit of a roll and want to try and win the premiership. That's why you play the game. You want to win a premiership every year. Um, you know, so from so, my perspective, he's got no faith in the club to win it, to win a premiership in the next three to four years. He's obviously got plenty of faith in the Rabbitohs to do that. That's why he's mm. made the choice. There's no other reason. I mean, it's not even money related, is it? Because the Rays are offered him more money than what the Rabbitohs offer him. Then there's market value. So the Rabbitohs are saying, well, Jack Whiten's going to play centre for us. He's not going to play f- uh, 5-8, which is a, yeah, probably a marquee uh, fee where the, Ra- where the Rays are going to play Jack as a marquee player for and going to offer him 1.1, where you know, I'm not quite sure what the Rabbitohs uh, deal is, but it's eight fifty to nine hundred. You know, so that's that's a high end centre value. So the market value matches up, to be honest with you. Mm. Uh, but you know, my my thoughts being, well, he's got no faith in the Raiders. That's 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 his decision. He's gone to to the Rabbitohs to to win a premiership. That's the only thing that's probably missing from his career. And you know, some people will say, well, you know, fair, well, that's fair enough. You know, go there and and try to do that, um, where others are going to say, well, you know, you should have been loyal. But where's what, loyalty these days, Ben? What does it say to his teammates right now? Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm saying. And in a roundabout way, I'm saying, well, he's got no faith in the club or his mates, teammates, to win a premiership. What is that auger for the rest of the season then, Mal? I can't imagine that would be a fairly pleasant dressing room to be in. Um, but the, but the players are I mean they the players are fickle's not the word but players are more liberal these days in their views around you know player movement and players going to different clubs and stuff and they're human he'll he'll make a he'll make a commitment to them this year to do his best play his best and they'll be satisfied with that you know yeah but um, if, you're, if your other half says I love you and I'm committed to you for the rest of the year but guess what. End of the year, we're I'm, I'm out. Going, <laughs> yeah. I'm going, you beauty. <laughs> I just take, I just take the best, the best of what I've got. <laughs> not what I was expecting. <laughs> wow, why yeah. not? <laughs> um, before I get it's either, you it's into either the all in, Ben. It's either all in or all out. Yeah, yeah true, true. Yeah. Um, that's around me. Literally. Where am I going here? Uh, text from Murray. I don't know. Text from Murray. <laughs> Mel, here we go. Disappointing we to go. hear of Canberra's call to have Whiten's contract investigated. This is from Muzz. It highlights the bitter streak Ricky Stewart appears to harbour. <laughs> it should be the sentiment like around Latrell exiting from Easts. Good luck and thank you. So, well, I mean, loyalty. You touched on that before. Loyalty. Jack yeah. Whiten has shown loyalty to to the Raiders and to to the point of where he's done everything in the game. There is nothing yeah. on his resume he hasn't done except win a premiership. That's exactly right. So can Canberra go, thank you, Jack, for your decade-long plus, what's it, 12, 12 seasons? Decade, uh, say 12 years. But why, why did Luttrell go to go the to Southfall. Oh, I don't know. Probably more. It wasn't well, actually, because to win a premiership. No, well, he was winning premierships at the Roosters. Yeah, exactly so, right. Yeah. So that's, to play, that's to the play, difference. To play fullback, wasn't it? Yeah. Teddy was exactly there. Right. Yeah. Okay. Exactly right. So to play a particular position, but yeah. he didn't. And Wayne, Wayne, you know, he committed to that as well. Mm. So, I mean, you know, he fulfilled his promises, you know. So, uh, could Jack's you Canberra, case is a little bit Cam- different. Well, could Canberra say Mate, Jack? You imagine Latrell saying, listen, I'm, not, I'm going to leave East. We've already won a cup because I'm going to go to South because I want to win a premiership. Yeah, no. It's, it's, a, di- it's a different example in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, that, that, that's fair. All right. Well, let's, let's, let's before time beats us, um, the, 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 the Titans. 
Um, I want to put to you what I'm seeing this week from them. And obviously after the, well, it was carnage at uh, the Cauldron against the Dolphins. They, they had the match won, but then got reeled in. It was a record comeback from the Dolphins. Since then, we haven't really seen anything from the club. And, and this is not media navel gazing, but they've gone underground. No, no cameras at training, media shut out. We will provide the media with in-house interviews. That That's... That's not opening up scrutiny. That's not allowing fans to get the real reasons and the real questions to be asked. I'm led to believe tomorrow we will get to talk to either a player or Justin Holbrook. Mal, what, what's what's going on with the Titans? Going underground? Are they are they trying to hide stuff, or is this them galvanising and getting behind the the garrison, the fortress, whatever it may be, to regroup and attack again? You, you've got the inside word here. Yeah, galvanising, Ben. Yeah, absolutely. I mean. This happened again last year, you know, um, around the same time of year. We remember uh, the Titans were way in front against the Broncos at Suncorp. Yeah, but shutting out the outside, Mel. I mean, sunlight's the best disinfectant sometimes. I I know, but that's from a media point point of view. Um, I'm trying not to do that. From a club and and team point of view. From a fan's point of view. You want answers? Well, exactly. I mean, let's get through... All the nonsense at the begin at the at the beginning of the week, you know, when we talk, when there's conversations happening, some honest conversations happening yeah. between the coach and the, and the the coaching staff and the team themselves and the players. Let's get through all that, and then we then we, let's get past that. Let's look at how we're going to prepare this week, and then we can open our, ourselves back up again uh, after having these these internal, you know, communication things that are, that are, that needs to happen based on their performance the last couple of weeks, not just last week, the last two weeks, you know. So um, let's get have through you, all that. Let's galvanise and then we'll go out and then we'll we'll talk to the media about, you know, our little, our little journey, our little growth period that's taken us, you know, three days to get through. Have you been part of the process, Mel? And if so, what are you saying? Um, I have not been part of the process. Um, however, I've been talking to the coach about, about you know, moving forward and what what needs what in my opinion what you know what sort of conversations need to take place so um, I'm not privy to those conversations that you know the coach listens to me and then obviously makes his own assumptions around how they're going to move how the team's going to move forward but I would suggest to you that it's been very honest mm. uh, I would also suggest you the players are going to be very honest um, they're really disappointed it's it's been a really disappointing environment. Um, Around the attitude of you know how they played in the second half last week. What advice did you give me? Not the first half. The first half that was, was the first half. Yeah, yeah. that was the jersey. first half against the Broncos. Yeah. You know, so yeah. you know what I mean. So yeah, they just got to to solve this little issue they've they had they have in the last couple of weeks, and then we can once we've done that, once we've got our heads around it all, well, then we can start communicating that to our fans in particular. I love the honesty and the passion, Mel. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Love it. 13, 13. You're going to get sincerity all the time. Don't worry. <laughs> 13, 13, uh, if you'd like to be involved. Um, Mal, I am, I'm now worried for you at, at home. But I'm, I'm, What have I'm, I done? I, I don't know. You tell me <laughs> about the, yeah, I'm out of here. Yeah. Well, she, well that was, that's really good because I know that uh, my wife's listening. Yeah, see? good. So she's listening to it, and then so it's just these sort of little messages you put a, put about in cyberspace, basically, don't you? You know, and then this little this if you want to go, that's okay. Just give me a few more months, and 
and we'll work on it at the back end of the year. Not a problem. Outstanding stuff, Mal. Thank you. Well, right. I feel like I feel like this is this is therapy <laughs> more than anything. <laughs> oh, but I'm not, happy. Not, don't worry about it. Oh, I don't no, need not, any therapy. Not for you. For everyone else listening as well. It's almost <laughs> like a, a it's a well-being workshop <laughs> on a Wednesday morning. Well, it's, it's life. It's just you know, if it's going to be, it's going to be. You yeah, know? No, that's that's. Fair. All you all you can control is yourself. You know. So if you're happy with that, well, mm. okay. What do you got on the throwdown tomorrow? Uh, probably the same. <laughs> probably probably uh, some repercussions of our conversation today, I would imagine. Good stuff, mate. It could be, it could be a therapy session for all our, all our listeners. <laughs> mate, it's been an absolute pleasure. We'll do it, we'll do it again next week. Mal, uh, my pleasure, Ben. <laughs> Mal Meninga, all thanks to Chemist Warehouse.